That is good. That is Miley Cyrus, just ahead of Deirdre Maguire from DeirdreMaguire.com, who's with us. And apparently, love is in the air. Good morning, Deirdre. Good morning, Francis. How are you? I am very, very well. I'm just wondering, Wednesday is a big day. Wednesday is Valentine's Day. Wednesday is also Ash Wednesday, the first day of Lent. Fasting and abstinence. Which of those two is more important to you? Love is all, Frank. Love is all. Never forget that. The pull of the face you pulled when I mentioned Ash Wednesday, you just looked to heaven. You looked certainly to the ceiling. I'm not sure if you believe heaven's up there, but you just looked to the ceiling as if to say, oh, you passion killer, Mitchell. We're exactly. here, here to talk about love. We're talking about love. We're talking about making love a habit. Well, Are ma- you ready to make love a habit, Frank. Well, you know, I'd like to think that love is all around. Is that, that's not, that, you know, how many songs can we include here in the conversation? I think that's wet, wet, wet. Love is all around. And uh, love is in the air. That's John Paul Young. So feel free to increase the love because it is a week of love. And, you know, okay, the dates do clash, but there's no getting away from Valentine's Day. It is on Wednesday. And, what, what was the term you want to make love a habit? Make love a habit. Make love a habit. Would that be okay? That, that's or do you want to focus on fasting and abstinence? And I'm all for, I fast and I abstain as well. But what we're talking about today is the actual idea of love and what love is and what love isn't. You know, we can get very confused about what love is and what love isn't. You know, is love sex? Is sex love? What's the difference and what is important? Um, just before we came on here, I saw on my phone that it was 11, 11. And I love to look up numbers, the meaning of numbers. And it's so interesting that I saw 11, 11. I googled what does 11, 11 mean? And it says to prioritize self-love over the love of a romantic partner. So selfishness. <laughs> Sometimes I, just, I do despair. I honest to God, I'm just I really, trying to. Th- so self love is, self- is, is selfishness in you. In is that your definite? Is that your definition? No, you, you need to love yourself. There's something wrong with you if you don't love yourself. You need to be positive and vibrant and forward thinking. And I would like to think that everyone I'm in the company of loves themselves because if they love themselves, there's a better chance of them loving me. Whereas if they don't love themselves, they're probably going to be grumpy old goats and not very forthcoming. So do you love yourself, Frank? I'd like to think that I do. You know, well, it's, just if yes pe- people, no, will, pe- you know people will say, God, he loves himself. I, d- I don't mean it like that, as in being, you know, be- being uppity or being self-centred. I mean having respect for yourself. If you love yourself, it's a good thing to do because, you know, it's the old saying, isn't it? If, if you don't love yourself, who's going to love you? So uh, it's important to love yourself. Yes. Yes. Let me go back to the answer originally. I'm going to stand up. So I'll and ask say you it. again do you love yourself? I love myself. Deirdre. Yes. Is that the right answer? Yes, it really is. And I actually do think you do. And I think it's 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 a rare gift. Not everybody has it, and a lot of people don't have it. And I think it's very, very important. And if you're one of those people who thinks exactly that, that if you love yourself, that it's somehow conceited, um, that I, I really urge you and encourage you to look at this a different way. Maybe you could start with liking yourself. You know, if you actually start, you know, to like yourself, the quality 
of your life is the quality of your relationships and the most important relationship is the one that you have with yourself. So learning to love yourself is essential to your own happiness, to your success in your relationships and to the way you interact with the world. And this is so, so important and it's actually something that people know very, very little about. A lot of people know very, very little about it. They think that, you know, success is, you know, a a bank balance or even a relationship or, um, you know, notoriety, you know, many followers you have or whatever. And success, when it is boiled right down, has to come back down to the relationship with yourself. So where does does self-love come from? Frank, where do you think it comes from? Well, I presume it comes from your upbringing, doesn't it? It comes from it comes from how you've mm-hmm. been nurtured and if you've been loved as a child, and I think it's going to be easy for me to love myself because I was loved as a child and I was nurtured well and I grew up in a happy home and not everyone has that. Yeah, that, and that, I think that, that, that reflects... Has to, that has to be yeah. factored in. I think that's reflected in your personality. I think you show all the signs of it that, uh, that you have been nurtured and the good news is that for those of us who have not been nurtured in that way, that there is another way. That's what my work is about. It's about showing people uh, that that even though you may not have had the ideal childhood, in fact your childhood may have been far from ideal, um, that you can cultivate your own uh, self-love and start with self-like. You know, actually start being nice to yourself. This is something that I really had to learn. I was very, very good at beating myself up. I was very good at punishing myself. I was very good at no matter how well I did, I would think, well, sure, it wasn't good enough or I wasn't good enough or somehow I had failed at life. And uh, so my message is one of hope to people out there who may be feeling the same way. You know, I was um, I was speaking to a client uh, last week and it was such a revelation to me. Um, this, this man was um, the head of a very successful business. And well, actually, his father was the head of the business, and his father um, had just recently passed away. And about two months before the father died, um, this man found a note in his father's uh, pocket, and um, it was a suicide note. And this man was hugely successful, and he had everything ticked, every box ticked, and yet he he somewhere inside of him he didn't like himself enough to want to stay here. So you know, I I say this to draw your attention to the fact that you know it's not what you're doing in life; it's how you're doing what you're doing. You know, I was listening to you coming down, and uh, I was listening to Danny's story about the the deeds of the the bank having his deeds and you know the feeling that he would have felt is a feeling that a lot of us feel and it's a feeling of powerlessness that you can do nothing about what the bank is doing and it's not the bank it's what you're doing in your mind that teaches you to feel that feeling of powerlessness and you have learned that somewhere else. You know, I'm not talking about Danny, but I'm talking about, say, myself. I had a similar situation this week where I was in a situation that I felt powerless. And it was so painful and it was so stressful. And I really, if I didn't have these tools, I wouldn't know what to do. But in the end, I knew exactly what to do to change my thinking, to get really, really clear on what is 
essential in life and what is incidental. Now, you would say to me, well, Deirdre, you know, deeds are essential. Deeds are very important. They're not as important as Danny. Danny is the most important thing. Danny is the most important person. The the deeds are bits of paper, okay? We've been trained to believe they're very important, but they're not as important as you. So when you really start to own that inside you, then you can learn how to navigate the world in a better way. Um, it's not that stuff doesn't happen. I have something, I'm making big life changes and there's something going on at the minute that I, it's like the deeds thing. But when you draw back, and maybe Danny, you're even listening, when you draw back and you realise that you are your own deeds, you are the most important person. So the deeds will get sorted. The, the deeds are incidental. And when you think like that, then it leaves you able to deal with the difficult things. Does that make sense? It all makes sense. It's, and it'll make total sense to the Dannys of this world if they can trust that the deeds thing's going to work itself out. But as sure as you listen to the advice you're giving and remind us that Danny is much more important than the deeds and his health and well-being is much more important Absolutely. than the deeds, he'd then go down the street with a spring in his step till he gets 100 yards down the road and then he'd think, well, I still haven't got the deeds. You know, so it keeps coming back to you, and that, whether it's Danny or anyone else, yeah. with but, whatever but, their problem is. But you, you will get the deeds. When you come from that mindset, it's all about your mindset. When you come from the an empowered mindset. Watch and see how it will be resolved. Watch and see how it will become resolved. When you take that anxious energy out of it and start to focus on visualising, actually seeing a good outcome, become solution-orientated. The thing that I have that's going on with me, I just keep thinking about it being resolved. I just keep seeing the person with a smile on their face and and me with a smile on my face and everything will be resolved. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I am going to focus my attention and energy on that and then it'll allow me to t- take action. We do take action. Danny will take action. But if he takes it from a peaceful perspective... You know, if you can manage to take it from a a peaceful perspective, then there will be a resolution. And that requires faith. And faith is believing what we can't yet see. It's that simple. And when, when you can adopt this mindset then you can change your life. That's not what we, I was supposed to talk about. But, but, it's, I, I no, but it's Danny important. got free counselling there that he never expected. My goodness me, that usually cost you about 150 quid, Danny. Um, uh, <laughs> the price of the, the deeds. By the way, you owe me. Uh, you, my yeah, you, my you, bill's you, in the post. Exactly. You have, you know, <laughs> the therapy I get here every every Monday morning. But briefly, get back to the love. It is a Valentine's week and uh, we're aiming for all sorts of targets and we want love to be in the air. So for people who feel unloved, two days out from Valentine's Day, who know they're absolutely not going to get chocolates or flowers or cards, how do they get love into their life, courtesy of com. Well, here's what to do. Number one is be kind to yourself. 
be kind to yourself. Now, this takes practice. The first step is to give yourself permission to be human. The way you talk to yourself affects your mood and it affects your behaviour. It's okay to hold yourself in high standards and to feel negative emotions. Occasionally, we all feel negative emotions, but don't get stuck in the cycle of negativity. Catch yourself when you fall into negative self-talk and make a conscious effort to change your words into something positive. And if you were saying, this is never going to work out, I'm never going to get this problem solved, change that to, I am so happy that this is going to be resolved. The, th- the language you use about what's going on in your life and uh, what about yourself is so important. And you, you don't suffer from that, Frank, because you're very good at saying nice things to yourself yeah, about I, I, yourself. My glasses, my glasses, three quarters full. So, so the second yeah. thing is set, set healthy boundaries. Okay, set healthy boundaries. And the third one is adjust your physical state. You know, if you sit up straight with your shoulders back and raise your head high, there you go. There. <laughs> Gosh, <I'm>... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Now, now we're sucking diesel right. Now you see, totally different posture. Totally different posture. Straighten your back. Fully erect. Here we are. Right, go ahead. And smile. Okay? Now, these actions send signals to your brain that you're proud and confident. So when you actually straighten yourself up, okay, that you're actually talking to yourself all the time. So this is a message that you're sending to your brain. Prioritise daily activities that bring you joy and relaxation. What do you do to relax, Frank? Walk. Okay. Love walking, yes. cycling, yeah, right. breathing fresh air, watching Man City. These are things that I love doing that make me feel really good. Good, good. As long as you are doing activities that suit you, that you enjoy doing, and so sur- and the and the other thing about it is to, is to surround yourself with supportive people. Do you surround yourself? With supportive people, you only have to look round here. Look, That's right. Look, look at me. The glass. Look. At, well, <laughs> if you could just move your head slightly, I could see Robert. You know, who's arguably. And no, but listen, me, you, me, no, me, on, myself, hold, I. Frank. Hold on, listen. Always about You're me. a ten-minute wonder on a Monday. Oh dear. Robert dear, is dear, here for dear, me dear. all the time. Oh dear, dear, dear. And my friends have been in touch with me and said, "You better. You, you have to start being nicer to me." Especially Sandra, who's your hairdresser, who's been in touch. <laughs> <laughs> Worker, she said that she listens to the program. She she wasn't the hairdresser, and Paul Stafford is the hairdresser. And and uh, there's another supportive character. What about Colin from Oz? You no, know, it's just like total support, unbridled support. <laughs> Sandra was at the hairdressers beside me on Saturday. I was with Paul Stafford, who is a very good hairdresser, and my hairdresser, as you can see. And uh, he, uh, Sandra, said that she recognised my voice. She said, I know your voice. I said, I'm from Newcastle. She said, no, but it's your voice. And I said, well, I'm on with Frank on a month. That's how I know you, she said. And she said uh, to say that she thinks I'm lovely. Yeah, that's what everybody and that says. And thinks you're lovely too. But everybody <laughs> says, Dirty Maguire, because she's so nice and she always says the right things. And my goodness me, you have a fan base here that goes beyond belief. Right, so we're all going to be in love for Wednesday and beyond. That's the, that's the message. Be the change that you want to see in the world. Be the change that you want to see in the world. Mahatma Gandhi said that. And so I want you, if you want love... Be loving. If you want love in your life, be loving. It's the first thing. Remember your smile. This is what I say to myself every day. Let me remember my smile is my logo. 
My character is my business. My integrity is my calling card. And how I leave another person feeling is my trademark. I will take you out to Valentine's dinner. Even better than that, I will pay for you and Robert to go to Valentine's dinner. And you would totally love that. All right, I will pick up the tab in Dean's, okay, did, for you and Robert. You, yeah, all Me right. and Robert? Are you coming? No, no, forget about me. It's Robert, right? Robert and you. So Robert... What, the magical you couple. You are full of it, Frank. If, if, there's a big if coming here. If you can, in your headphones, name the singer. It's your era. You have three seconds and it's about love. Too late. Any idea? No. He loves to dance. He's got I know the dance. song. Oh, I love to love. But my baby just loves to dance. Oh, I love to love. But there's no time for our romance. No, no, no. Let's hear you sing it. You're Googling it now. 